There once was a man, hidden, deep in a cascade forest. He is not known by anyone, and he's not meant to be found. All he knows is running and survival. He runs and jumps from rock to rock, over tree branches, beneath the trees, along with bathing in the ocean and finding food deep in the wilderness. His destiny is to live within himself and himself only. To seek out his body's potential and nature, no one will ever find him. And no one was ever meant to. Sean Sobon here with Russell the Runner, and welcome to another episode of Trail Tales, a running podcast. This is season seven, episode three. Yeah, starting off the show with a little bit of a different uh, sound, a little bit of a different format. I want to thank Russell for for writing his uh, fictional narrative, as he calls them. And we're going to make that a new feature of the show. So, Russell, that was kind of, you know, your first time hearing it. What did you think? John, your addition with the music is truly spectacular. You are incredibly talented to add in that music um to the narrative and so i'm very grateful uh for you taking the time to do that and uh i'm happy that we could play the narrative uh for the show yeah i it's 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 so cool and and just the way you've brought them together like you know i can just close my eyes and picture myself in a forest with with the trees and branches around me and stuff it it really kind of just sucks me into that place and it's so cool and um you know, you've been kind of writing those narratives and posting them to your Facebook. And I thought, wow, these are really great. And you're just pumping them out like crazy. So yeah, I called you up the other day. I'm like, Russell, can you record those in, in a voice memo and send them to me? And I'm going to do something with them. So I think moving forward, what we'll do is uh, we're going we're gonna to feature one of your fictional narratives per episode. Yeah, so that's that. Just want to open up the show that way and uh, give everybody kind of like a preview as to what we're going to be doing moving forward. I'm super excited about it, Russell. And since you've joined the show, just the energy you've uh, you've brought to the show um, and the guests you've been able to find have just been amazing. Had a super fun time with uh, Pete and Heidi from Inherit the Earth on our last episode. Man, it was that was fun. As well you as Kip Arledge. Yeah, Kip, Kip is coming week. up on the next. Kip is coming up on the next episode. We just spoke with him, and uh, that's going to be a great one as well. Uh, Kip is the the record holder for the male division or the male category for the uh, Bruce Trail 900 kilometer trek, and we talk all about that and more um, in our episode with him, which will be coming out in probably early May. Um, but for this episode, we um, we did a recording. We're actually out on location. You and I ran together for the first time in person which was really cool with, with some other friends of ours, uh, new, new friends for you and old friends for me and uh, had my kids along. And uh, we did a, well, I did a 10 K loop around Island Lake with the kids and you ended up, I think doing four loops for 40, 40 odd K. Um, Victor Blanco was there and his friend, Nicole. And we talked to Nicole about uh, her efforts to raise relief funds through the red cross for, for the relief in Ukraine, uh, which was, which was pretty cool. So uh, we talk about that, so we're going to listen to that in a little bit um, while we're running. It was just kind of a, a nice different aspect to do, but before we get into that, Russell, I want to talk 
to you about what you did this past Saturday. So how was your, how was your Saturday? It was life changing. It was a much different event than I've ever done before. Uh, much more elevation than I've ever done before. Um, so it was uh, to, to give a background on it. So it was a vertical marathon on one local hill in which uh, it was a fundraising event in support of Food for Kids, City of Kawartha Lakes, um, primarily schools in Fenelon Falls. Uh, it, so it was in support of uh, the school's nutritional programs for kids. I couldn't be more grateful for the community of Fenelon Falls. There were so many incredible people that came out throughout the day to show their support. I had an absolutely phenomenal team of uh, four individuals mainly, Chris Fraser, Mike Bronstein, and his sister Robin, as well as um, Michelle Curtis, in which if it wasn't for Michelle, I wouldn't have even known about this local hill. So uh, without her, the event wouldn't have been possible. And uh, because I wouldn't have known of the local hill, clearly. And it was a life-changing day. Um, yeah, I, I just, I overcame a lot of adversity and it was through the amazing community and the incredible donors that, uh, that came through to donate. We raised $475 on site and wow. I'm waiting to hear back from uh, my contact at Food for Kids, City of Kawartha Lakes, with regards to how much we raised online, but I'm hoping it's a substantial amount uh, in support of nutritional programs for, for youth. Awesome. Um, quick question. Are people still able to donate? And if so, where can they go do that? Absolutely. People are still able to go donate. Uh, so we've got our uh, online platform through Canada Helps, in which I'd be happy to send that your way Sean uh to put in the show notes I'm assuming um, yeah absolutely so that, but let's hear let's hear it now real quick but I will put it in the show notes too so it's through Canada Helps it's just the link and you make the donation to technically uh the Halliburton Kawartha Pine Ridge Di District Health Unit um and it's it's in support of Food for Kids, City of Court Lakes. You just select them in the drop down button in order to donate successfully through Canada Helps. Okay, um, that's so a lot I'll of work. So yeah, the link. I'll yeah, put that I, in the show notes. <laughs> essentially, it's just a link to Canada Helps. You pick Food for Kids, City of Court Lakes, and the button, and it right. ends up being sent to the health unit. Um, but it ends up coming back to the kids' nutritional uh programs amazing amazing russell uh another another great um venture for you to kind of you know raise funds to help people and uh obviously you're doing all the work and, and going through all the pain and suffering but i want to thank all the people who have donated um to your cause because without them you know it would just be you running <laughs> so, exactly yeah big big thank you to the donors most definitely couldn't be more grateful for the donors um it's 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 always about doing something much bigger than me in which we achieved that and i couldn't be happier um with that being said i was very happy uh, in terms of my training for the fat dog 120 uh 
to, to do this event. So it was elevation of, so it was 211 times up and 211 times down this local oh, hill. Man. And so that's elevation of, it ended up being 17,600 feet up and the same amount down. So it was 60% of Everest up and 60% of Everest down uh, on this local 84 foot hill. Wow. So it how, long did, how long did it take incredible. you to, to do the whole thing? So to put it into perspective, a, a regular marathon would take me on a flat surface, would take me three and a half hours. Uh, I believe my PR is 309. But so something like this, uh, in terms of facing the same hill all day and the monotonous nature of that, as well as 211 laps and 60% of Everest climbing and descending, it took me nine hours and nine minutes moving time, Wow, which is time. about 13 minutes per kilometer. Yeah. And total time, because of all the amazing people in the community, there's a lot of time paused, obviously, in order to sure. have wonderful conversations and, and express my deepest gratitude to all of the people who were donating and supporting uh, Food for Kids, City of Cork Lake. So it ended up being nine hours, nine minutes moving time and 14 hours, 40 minutes total time. Wow. Sounds like you had a great day, though, and, and had a lot of support there and, and really were just kind of enjoying it. Not, you know, you weren't just going up and down, and up and down. You had times to, to talk to people and stuff like that. So that's really cool. It's I wish I was there. If had I not been working, I would have been there to cheer you on, too, buddy. Well, that means a lot. Uh, yeah, definitely. The morning was was a lot of fun. My my friend Courtney came. And uh, so I met Courtney at the Halliburton Forest Ultra and she was incredible. She did 11 kilometers herself on the hill, oh, wow. which was 4,600 feet up and 4,600 feet down. And so she was incredibly tough and it was so much fun to run the, the descents with her and hike the ascents. Yeah. And um, yeah, she's a great person. And uh, yeah, I was grateful that she she came to support. And there was a lot of people supporting in the morning. I will say early afternoon, it was more quiet. It was more just Mike and I on site. And I, I did go through a real deep low uh, when there were less people around it, but we were getting from the community and all the incredible donations. There was no way that I could quit even when I had 86 of 211 laps to go. Yeah. Um, man, it's just, I don't know how you come up with these ideas, but yeah, you know what? It was great training for, for your race coming up too, as well, which is, which is pretty awesome because you're going to be not necessarily in the hills, but in mountains. So it's, it's pretty, yes. good. pretty good. Now, does this hill that you were on, does it have a, a name either, you know, officially or unofficially by the locals? Uh, so Michelle has called it, and a couple other people as well have, have called it the incline on Louisa Street. Okay. Nothing too exciting. I was expecting something a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I personally came up with uh, Sweet Steep Louisa. <laughs> that, that's me because it's fairly steep. Uh, it's 84 feet of elevation gain, and it's only 100 uh, meters of distance. Um, so yeah, so to put it into perspective, one kilometer is five times up, five times down. If that yeah. puts it into perspective, a hundred meters distance, but 84 feet of gain. So it's, it's uh, a pretty, or I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what that would work out to like, you know, and 
terms of the grade and the percentage, but it's uh, pretty steep, pretty steep for sure. Yeah, it's fairly steep. It, it definitely, I've checked on my Strava and it gets over 20%, which wow. is solid. Yeah, for all, for sure. I bet you that's a pretty popular hill in the wintertime too, eh? It is. Well, so yes. Yeah, so <laughs> it's a much more commonly used in the winter for <laughs> tobogganing. <laughs> Speaking of winter, man, yesterday was snow. It, it was, we, oh. I don't, we got, so Monday night it started snowing and we had about four inches on Monday night. And then Tuesday it had kind of melted. And then in the evening, it was like another blizzard where I am. And it came in again. Everything was white all over again. I was like, what is happening? So today was really gorgeous. It was sunny, uh, not too windy, uh, actually kind of mild out. So I got out for a nice can across run with Luna and uh, my buddy Chris and his dog Dolly. So it was, uh, it was a cool experience. First time for us to run with them. So we did about six and a half kilometers uh, just on the trails around town today. It was a really good, really good day. Which that's amazing. Uh, that's yeah. So it sounds like it was similar weather down your way yesterday. Yeah, we had snow up here in Corth Lakes as well. So yeah, I, I think everywhere was getting snow. My friend in Toronto got snow. So Shelburne got snow. Corth Lakes got snow. It was yeah. But it's definitely uh, yeah. The sun's come out today, and yeah. uh, that's awesome that you, Chris, and and uh, Dolly and was it Piper or Luna? It was Luna. Uh, Luna, I brought out. I brought out. It was Luna. Piper had awesome. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Those are important. Yeah, Yeah. I I was able to get out too. I just did a. It'd been a while, but I got back on the rail trail. Um, Yeah, yeah. I'd been training on this hill so much this past month that I neglected the rail trail. It was actually good to run flat again. (laughs) I bet. I bet. Well, all right, Russell, that was a, a good update on our weekend. I'll put the uh, link for donations if anybody wants to add to the total there in our show notes. Um, let's have a listen to uh, what we did a week and a half ago at Island Lake, and we'll, we'll go there now. Amazing. From the trails to the road to the track, if it's running, you'll find it right here on Trail Tales ARP. Run wild. Hey everybody, welcome to Trail Tales Running Podcast. We are running the Spring Equinox Run at Island Lake. I got my good friend and organizer here, Victor Blanco. Welcome back on the show, buddy. Hello. <laughs> We're just running across one of the bridges that go over Island Lake here in Orangeville. We're coming up some gravel path. We have myself, Victor. Russell, the runner, is also here. We've got Nicole, who we're gonna to talk to in a little bit. And we've got Caden, my son, Sawyer, who's on his bike, and Olivia in the jogging stroller. I right, just transitioned onto the gravel here. Victor, you and I were here on Friday, and uh, it was a little bit windier, and the path was a little icier, but how do you find it today? Uh-uh. Cold. <laughs> you mind holding? Yeah. You find it cold? Yeah, it's a little colder than it was on Friday. Which is interesting because I find it warmer today than I did on Friday. I don't know. You know what though? I'm actually wearing More another layers. layer than I did on Friday because Friday was a nice sunny day, but it was windy down here at the lake. And uh, the wind doesn't seem too bad. But are you wearing the same kind of layers that you had on Friday? Yeah. 
the thing I thought of today was going to be warmer than it was on Friday. Okay, so I was hoping for uh, better, better conditions. Better conditions. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to have uh, Russell probably talking to Cole a little bit. I'll pass the phone back to him. But um, first off, why don't you tell us a little bit about these runs that you do? Because these are kind of the four times a year we do these runs to usher in the new seasons, right? Yeah. So how did you how did you come up with that? idea in the first place um well it's just uh <laughs> i don't know it was just uh, it was just an idea that i had just to kind of uh, have an excuse to get everybody together uh, i think the first one was uh in december of uh 2021 20, or, or, or sorry no, no uh 2019 2020 yeah okay it was just kind of to uh get everybody out and celebrate the uh tide festivities and then it just kind of uh kind of grew from there okay so yeah the four runs a year mark you know the transition from fall to winter winter to spring which is the one we're doing now and yeah. then get spring to summer and then you know summer to fall so uh they've been great i know you pick different locations usually for each one in different formats and this one we're doing loops around Island Lake, 10K loops. You've already done one. We showed up an hour later, so we're on our first loop here. Since I have the kids, I'll probably only be sticking to one. Um, but you're gonna be doing three, I guess. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna try and do three today. And Russell said he's gonna do at least four. So. Good day for fat biking as well. Oh, good job so we didn't crash <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so today uh we got a smaller group today probably just because oh, for the for the second loop uh hopefully uh got a couple more people coming up for the uh uh the noon the noon time loop yeah i actually had uh, some friends too in, back in town uh that said they might come a little bit later okay i don't know we'll see they had company over last night and i think they were hitting hitting some drinks up so <laughs> they still might be sleeping for all i know but they might bring their dogs too, which is uh, another thing I wanted to comment on. If I didn't have the kids, I was going to bring the dogs and can across, but uh, too much for me to handle with dogs and kids. So I picked the kids. <laughs> dogs are in the crate. I guess I could have left the kids in the crate, but uh, I don't think that's, that's uh, accepted by society. <laughs> uh, anyway, so you, we've got Nicole here. I want to talk about Nicole and we'll get her on a little bit. I'm going to ask Russell to kind of chat with her but uh, tell us a little bit about what nicole's running for today uh, she can tell us more after but... yeah yeah but uh yeah just to not steal her thunder uh she's running to uh raise money for the uh war relief in the in the ukraine okay so uh i think she has some sponsors that are going to uh pay her per kilometer cool so uh, she's trying to do as many as many loops as possible that's amazing, and uh, she's not she's not uh, a big like big time runner. She likes to do like the obstacle Spartan races and things like that. Yeah, she's more so of an. This is, a, this is a true challenge for her, or uh, something outside of her wheelbox, rather, right? Like, yeah, but uh, you know she's doing it for a cause she believes in, and uh, absolutely, you know, wants to step outside of her comfort zone to make a difference. No, oh, it's really cool, and uh, I'll probably put a link up in the show notes for that too, if anybody listening would like to sponsor her um, on the efforts but uh why don't we take a quick break for now i'm gonna 
uh, catch up with Russell, and then we'll talk to uh, talk to Nicole a bit. Sure. All right. Hey, Olivia. Here, take us out here, sweetie. Say we'll be right back. Okay, that was her saying. We'll be right back. She's a little a recorder shy. <laughs> hey, this is Ultra Runner Michael McLean. Hey, this is Alex Maycock. Hey, this is Brittany Jackson. You're listening to Trail Tales, a running podcast with Sean Sobon. Run wild. <laughs> All right, we're back. We caught up with Russell and Nicole. And uh, Russell, Russell the runner, in person for the first time. Usually Russ and I are re recording on Zoom, so this is our first in-person meeting, which is really cool. So, uh, Russ, I'm going to pass you the phone, and uh, you can chat with Nicole, and we're going to keep moving. Nicole, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast. How are you doing today? Hey, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. That's awesome to hear. Also, well, tell us your, your fundraising for, uh, given the, obviously, it's very well known, uh, the situation in Ukraine and your fundraising and support uh, of that cause. Could you yeah. tell us a little bit about it? Yeah, that's right. So there's an awful war going on in Ukraine right now. And my heart just goes out to everybody over there in Ukraine um, dealing with this right now. And I just felt the need to raise some money, even if it's just a, a tiny bit, just to help out in a small way. Um, and when I was out for a run one day, um, it, was, it was one of those hectic, weeks at work and I just had a lot going on and and I felt a bit down about everything going on in the world and the war and so I was out for a run clearing my head and I thought why don't I um, try and raise some money fundraise and incorporate it with something I love which is running so there came about the idea to do a run for Ukraine fundraiser um, so for every kilometer I'm running, walking today, I'm going to make a donation to Red Cross Ukraine. Um, and it's turned into a small group effort, which is fantastic. Uh, Victor Blanco, he always, he does his annual solstice run event and um, he had planned a group run and we thought it would be a great idea to combine the effort um, so we could all pitch in and fundraise for Ukraine for a good cause. That is so amazing, Nicole. I, I love how you combined your passion for running in order to support this ever-critical cause. Have you fundraised for other critical ca uh, causes in the past? And um, if so, I mean, could, could you tell us about that as well? Not, I, I haven't fundraised in the sense that I've done something on my own uh, like this before, but I've done fundraising runs before in the past. I've done a lot of 5K runs where I've raised money for uh, whether it be like Terry Fox or for the hospital, whatever that 5k run is. Um, but with the war going on right now, I just really felt the need to raise a little bit of money and get donations from friends and family to try and help out and support. That is so incredible. You are doing amazing work. Um, we'll be sure to link in the 
in the podcast notes uh, how um, everyone's able to donate to your cause. Um, uh, yeah. Thank and you. Thank you for coming on the podcast, Nicole. Thank you so much. And thanks for joining me on the run today um, because it's not just me fundraising. There's a small group of, of us here doing this today. Um, so it's just really great to see everybody come together and fundraise for a, a bigger a bigger thing going on in the world. Most definitely. It couldn't be more critical to be fundraising uh, for, uh, for every uh, Ukrainian that is suffering right now. And uh, you're truly amazing for the work that you're doing. Thank you. And that's a wrap on another great episode of Trail Tales ARP, a running podcast. Thanks so much, everybody, for your continued support and always listening to the show and, and investing your time and energy uh, with me here. Really do appreciate it. If you want more Trail Tales ARP or if you want to help support our show, uh, please subscribe to us on any podcast uh, player that you listen to. Leave us a review, rate us, follow us on Instagram. Uh, send the show an email, trailtalesarp at gmail.com, and tell your friends we'd really appreciate it. Run wild, everybody. We'll catch you next week.